Life Audio. Hello. Thank you for listening to Your Daily Bible Verse, the podcast that examines one verse each day to learn more about God and His will for our lives. I'm your host, Kyle Norman. After a brief message from one of our sponsors, we will listen to today's Bible verse. Did you know that the Salvation Army not only provides services to those in need, but we also produce a network of Christian podcasts you can listen to on your favorite podcast store? One of these shows, Words of Life, is a 15-minute weekly show featuring interviews, testimonies, Bible studies, and more. In April, we'll once again hear from author and pastor Natalie Runyon. She has created a new six-week discipleship course for women to talk about community, women in leadership, accountability, and more. We want discipleship to be what's drawing people, not bounce houses. They're more likely to come back and not just to be entertained. Even in me, you know, making him have to pry it from my hands, he was still saying, but I have something better. It was because of the redeemed saying so, of telling the story of what God had done. When we point people to him, they're going to want to know him. Listen to Words of Life on your favorite podcast store or visit wordsoflifepodcast.org. Well, good day to you. It's Joel with The King Country dropping in to let you know that our brand new film, Unsung Hero, is in theaters now. It's Luke here. We've teamed up with the creators of Jesus Revolution to bring you this adventure of a lifetime. It's a powerful, true story about a family uniting, growing in their faith and facing the impossible together. In theaters now, unsunghero.movie for more information. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Today's verse can be found in the book of Exodus, chapter 19, verses 5 and 6. Now if you obey me fully and keep my covenant, then out of all the nations you will be my treasured possession. Although the whole earth is mine, you will be for me a kingdom of priests and a holy nation. When my son was learning to drive, I would take him out to a large parking lot to practice his skills. We would practice braking and accelerating, right turns and left turns, and of course, parallel parking. And as we went along, I would remind him of certain key points, things that he knew but maybe overlooked amid the frenzy of learning to drive. My comments were never critical, nor were they ever condemning, just a gentle reminder to pay attention and to allow certain truths to inform how he navigated his journey. But occasionally, my son would take my comments to heart. For whatever reason, he would feel that my comments were condemning to him, that they pointed out all the ways that he was wrong or unskilled, and so reminding him to shoulder check or to slow down seemed akin to a message of you're not being good enough or try harder or else. You know, I wonder if this is sometimes how we assume that God deals with us. I wonder if we think that God has some sort of internal measure to gauge whether we are performing adequately enough. And so we fear that if we step out of line too much or mess up in some extraordinary way, 
then God will just write us off as failures or frauds, or maybe even delete us from God's own consciousness. If you have ever feared that this is how God sees you or treats you, then take heart. The journey of Israel through the Exodus is this beautiful picture of God's longing and love for God's people. The Exodus shows the Lord's desire to journey with us no matter what. And God renews God's covenant of love again and again and again and again. Just think about it. After all the grumbling and griping that Israel had done since the date of their liberation, after criticizing every minute detail of their redemptive journey, and after all these moments where they literally turn their back upon God, God still declares that they are God's treasured possession. God says to them that no amount of spiritual hiccup will ever get in the way of their identity as the people of God. Of course, it didn't have to be like that. God could have left them on the sidelines. God could have decided that the Israelites weren't worth all this effort. But that was never how God interacted with them. And so these confirmations of God's loving covenant was an invitation for Israel to step again into their new life, to claim who they were as the people of God, and to journey to the redemptive place that the Lord was taking them. God promises that if Israel obeyed God's commandments and lived within that reality, they would be a nation and a people who enjoyed the presence of God, because that is the life that God desired Israel to experience. And because it is the life that God wants us to live, God continually reminds us of his covenant. God steps into our life again and again and confirms God's love and grace and mercy and forgiveness. God reminds us that we are made in God's image and we are crafted for God's purposes. These confirmations of God's promises are expressions of God's longing desire for us. It could be easy to believe that the holiness of God means that God won't abide our sins and mistakes. But there's a difference between God hating how sin destroys the ones he loves and God hating us. God is love, writes the Apostle John, and God desires us to live in that unrestricted love. And so throughout the scriptures, God continually reminds the people of his covenant promises towards them. This happens in the Exodus. It happens in David's own life. It happens all the way through the ministry of the prophets. Over and over again, God reminds us that we are God's people and that God is for us. Where is God confirming his covenant with you? Now, importantly, this may not be happening in the places where everything seems easy and put together. Perhaps, like Israel, it's in the place of struggle. Maybe you feel this confirmation in the call to step forward in faith, to spiritually stretch yourself. Maybe you are feeling the need to attend more to prayer or to fellowship or biblical meditation. Or perhaps, like my son learning to drive... Maybe the Lord is pointing out things to you that you need to be remembering. Things that you need to put again into practice or maybe places 
where you've gone astray. Maybe God is asking you to enter a time of repentance. Repentance doesn't mean shape up or ship out. No, repentance just means that you are being invited to turn again to the Lord and find joy and life in His presence. But whatever way God is working with you today, it is an invitation for you to uncover just how much of a treasured possession you are. God is confirming God's covenant with you. Why? Because God loves you. And there are expressions of love and blessing that God desperately wants you to experience. Your Daily Bible Verse is a production of Life Audio and Salem Media. If you liked what you heard today, please take a second to rate and review this podcast in your favorite podcast app so that more listeners like you can find the show. For more faith-filled, inspirational podcasts, visit us at lifeaudio.com. Have you ever considered yourself a messenger? I mean, you are called by God, and aren't we all praying the big prayer, Here I am, Lord, send me. So if we put two and two together, you've got a message to deliver, my friend. Whether it's mics like this, bookshelves around the world, stages to take, art to make, or businesses to build, it's time we start testifying truth unashamedly, creatively, and in love. My name is Tamara Andress, the host of the Messenger Movement Podcast which is designed to catalyze Christians to speak, write, build, and testify. I use my mic like a machete, so if you don't like to get your toes stepped on or pushed off cliffs to finally jump on in with Jesus, I may be too much for you. But if you're ready to turn your message into a movement and want to run with other messengers doing the thing at scale globally, search and follow the Messenger Movement Podcast on your favorite podcast platform or lifeaudio.com today.